the show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Be the Abba Yah in the Hamashiach, Yoho Shua. Thank you all for coming in. I am the best man, the whole man, the brother man from Brooklyn, your host, Zechariah Warrior. Thank you guys for tuning in to this wonderful episode. I truly hope and enjoy that your day has been great. Your week has been full of joy. And we're going to get through this one, fam. The reason why I say that is because there there has been a financial recession going on as of late. A two-person household is now laughable. You know, two grown adults that was used to making ends meet by just making 80 grand a year was just living, just living life. Simple. But now with this inflation going up, 80,000 a year is laughable. Can you believe that? You've been making that much your entire life come to realize that that ain't enough no more. Groceries is an arm and a leg. You know, you, you, when you, when you had $20, you was able to get like 15 items. And I know I'm going way back to the nineties, but that's besides the point. Everything is being costly. Now people can barely affect, people can barely afford to stay in their homes, barely afford to pay rent barely afford to keep up with bills, food, and other 
needed, expensive, like, you know, health, you know, keeping up with your health benefits. Even food stamps as of late is now becoming very scarce. It's like overnight, the prices of everything just just rose up and it's going to increase family. It is going to increase, which is why I tell you today to now mm -hmm, that we need to gather ourselves as a nation. We need to pull our resources together and help build with one another. I stated before and I'm going to state it again. We got land in North Carolina, 100 acres of land in North Carolina and 400,000 acres of land in Liberia. We don't need this country anymore because the country is done with you. They don't use you up. Now they're getting ready to belly out with you being involved in the belly. You about to get burned up and eat up by the stomach acid. So with all our combined resources, we can communicate with each other. We can talk about building on the land. We can talk about building that land up. We can do that through the UNY, United Nation of Israel. It is not a group. It is not a camp. It is a actual sovereignty that these elders have put together and decided to make a full-on sovereignty for Israelites. And I know there's a lot of us that believe in different, you know, doctrines, dominations, what have you. But with this idea, it's to put things aside and actually come in together and just build, coming for the sake of nation over religion. Because this is not a religious thing. This is a cultural thing. We are a cultural people. We have a nationality, and these elders have decided to make it come to fruition. Now we have our own flag. We have our own IDs. We even have our own currency. And the ideal is to build that up, even while America is falling. We do not have to fall with her. We have the opportunity to build amongst our own. And I understand that's a little bit shaky to quite a few people because our people have a hard time trusting each other. We're very much used to the way of sitting behind a screen, listening to a YouTuber read scriptures, go hard on the scriptures, get a good feel for the scriptures and understand it. And I'm not knocking it. But then after that's over, then what are you going to do next? You're going to wait for the next scripture read. You're going to tell somebody else to join this scripture read. And then what? We go back to our individual lives. When we could have just built something out of it. We have a community to build. And UNY is actually offering an opportunity. So with that being said, definitely go on to yahwillgather.com us and join in on our meetings on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we talk about what can we do for the lands that we have, how we're going to build up on it, what we're going to bring on it, and really bring it through. Because we out here trying to build a Wakanda for you folks. 
but we need more folks to help with that. If not, that's completely fine. We just gonna build it regardless, you know? So it's, 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 it's like how the saying goes, we want a Wakanda, but we don't want to build a Wakanda. We want to keep praying for it, but with the opportunity there, with the tools there, most people don't want it. And y'all need to stop that. All right. So we're going to get into the topic of tonight. The topic of tonight is called the hate we share. The hate we share is based off of our men and women of our Israelite culture and even outside the Israelite culture. And just because you're not of the Israelite culture, that doesn't make you any less of an Israelite. And I'm saying that all, <laughs> I'm not saying that all melanated folks are Israelites, but a good majority of us are. We just don't adhere to it. But for the most part, we are. And we have an issue with each other. We have grown into this new, this new way of living where the man and the woman have a reason to hate each other, have a reason to want to be, you know, better, stronger than the other instead of uplifting each other, which is crazy. You'll think it'd be more prevalent now to work together as a community with everything going the way they is, but some of our people are that stubborn. They're that stuck in their ways, which is crazy. The world is falling, and the only thing you want to do is hold up your piece of the world, knowing good and well you ain't strong enough to do it on your own. That goes to both sexes. You're not strong enough to do it on your own. You may think you are, but you ain't. All right? I'm pretty sure you've done quite a few battles on your own. But... You wasn't on your own because you had y'all with you doing those battles. You was going through the whole entire course. So no, you was never alone. So today I got questions for myself and for your people out there. Because we're going to get down to the idea of this. The hate we share is a series. It, because this could be expanded on plenty of time. But it is a series of... How are we going to figure out to stop the hate? That, that, is the, that is the goal of it. What solutions can we find that will stop this hate from going on? Because this is ridiculous. Men need women. It's a fucking battery pack. You, you females are our battery. And we keep throwing it off like it isn't. At some point, each side has to humble themselves and realize that we need each other more than we think that we don't. And today with these questions, I hope we can figure this out. All right, so let's go. Thought provoking questions. The hate we share. Sorry about that folks. All right. All right, about to dive into the first question. Why do our men and women feel the need to constantly shame each other for their wrongdoings? That is a good question. Why, why do we feel obsessively need 
to constantly shame one of you, one each other. I get that a good part of the Israelite culture is a shaming culture. That's how we, you know, get our people in line to, you know, to behave properly. But the problem is that is became that has became an obsession forefront of the culture. We constantly keep shaming each other. We constantly keep battering each other. We constantly just keep shoving the wrongdoings down our throat heavenly and abundantly. I understand that we have to hold each other accountable, which is good. But there is a time and place. There is a way you go about with everything. You got to be wise with how you shame someone. They don't need to see their wrongdoings constantly, constantly. They get it. They want to change. They want to do better. But at times, you have to give them a better, you have to give them some advice on how to change. Some people don't know what a change is because they grew up that way. They grew up being, you know, ignorant towards a lot of stuff. And if you can't show them an example of that change, but you constantly keep telling them that you're doing wrong over and over again, they're not going to get how to do better. Some people are not like other people. You have to spoon feed a good majority of people for them to get it. And then you have to be willing to be patient with them to go through the emotions of what they're doing wrong so they can finally get it right. So why do they feel the need to constantly shame each other? Because they think that they're helping each other. They think that it's a good medicine. And it is, but... Too much of a good thing is always a bad thing. You got to give them room to grow. You got to give them a chance to make these mistakes so that they can see what it is that you were trying to tell them. So shame, yeah, it's it's definitely in our culture. It's definitely how we correct each other, but that's not the only way to correct someone. There's different levels to it and there's different ways to it. Understand that you want to tell someone the truth so they can really get through them, but you don't have to beat them down with the truth. There's no need to take a sledgehammer and just crack someone over the head with it, believing that they're going to get the truth. It's 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 not always it's not that black and white sometimes. All right. So we're going to get on going to the next question. The hate we share. Okay. Bam. When it comes to the blame game of men against women or woman against man. Is it true that men and women are basically arguing about unhealed trauma they never took the time to heal from? I say yes. You really pay attention to a lot of the arguments, a lot of the discussions. It's really everything that they've done to each other. Men have hurt women the same way. Women have hurt men the same way. And because they've never took the time to heal from it, it events itself into their personality. So now they have a stigma ideal of what this woman is. They come up with saying, well, I know a woman. And she says, well, I know a man. And then they just go on and on about it. It's literally the same thing that we've been arguing about since grade school. That one or few women did this to me, all women are like that. The same thing that goes in vice versa. It's literally that public school argument. That one person, that one person did bad to me, 
Not everybody that looks and acts like this person is going to do the exact same wrong thing. So then we put up this wall of stubbornness. Now, once that wall of stubbornness is up, it is up there. And genuinely, when you put a wall up, it's supposed to protect you. But it's not healing. It's not doing any sorts of healing because that anger is still there. And then once that anger is still there, you're now looking for reasons to keep that anger there. You're looking for a reason to stay angry. And then when you do that and you go online on these podcasts and show that type of anger and show that type of frustration, you pick up other people that feel the same way who aren't healed neither. So now you create a community of unhealed, angry people. Nobody is healing anything. They're looking to play the blame game because it's a lot easier. There's a lot of books. There's a lot of examples on why this person should be blamed. And nobody's humbling themselves and taking the blame. That's the problem. We want to blame so much that we can't take it to ourselves. And what's funny about it, there's a lot of us that would say that they don't mind being corrected. They don't mind being humble. But then when they do, one of the first things they will say is, well, you know, if y'all don't like it, then that's fine. If y'all wants me to change, then I'm going to change on y'all. But you just said that you don't mind being corrected. But yeah, but you know, only y'all can judge me. And what what's what's the point of having valued friends if your friends can't correct you? The first thing you're going to say is, Y'all going to change me. Y'all going to judge me. Y'all going to correct me. Y'all can correct you through your friends, through your family members. They view messengers. You're not that great to where y'all going to tell you directly. He've always worked through things. So to say that on a constantly shows that even when you're wrong, no, even when you know you're wrong, you don't want to admit to it. You don't want to be humbled by it. And you don't want to heal from it. So now you have to carry that all over the place. You're not carrying it through your actions, your thought. You're talking about it through people. And you're constantly going on about it. You never healed from it. And both men and women have done this. This isn't a thing where she does it the most or he does it the most. You guys are doing it. And you can't stop. You haven't found a reason to stop doing it. And it's poisonous. Because people see it and people mimic it. And then you now teach your kids about this. All the dangers of what this person is. I get it. But then there's no room for all the good things that this person can do. And then you can't see that level of hatred that you have for this unhealed trauma because you have a wall of stubbornness put up because now that wall is going to blind you to everything that you need to get better that stubbornness becomes pride now no one can correct you even though you said it multiple times i don't mind being corrected and then when someone gets to correcting you you then pull a fast one saying that well y'all would do this y'all would do that Knowing that nobody's going to try to go against the word of Yah. 
when you get to someone who is doing that over and over again, and no matter how much you try to explain to them, they just won't listen. You have to, you really have to pay attention to that person. Cause then it won't just be based off of the relationship. They can do it in everyday life. They want to look right. They want to feel right. They want to seem right. And they only want to look bad behind closed doors. That is extremely prideful. That is very prideful. You can't humble yourself enough to say, I'm sorry. (laughs) Isn't that Israel's problem today? We don't want to accept our wrongs. We want to do everything that makes us look right. We don't want to humble ourselves and say, I'm sorry. You want to look right in front of everyone and then do the humbling game behind closed doors. That's that's backwards. That is very backwards. And it does still stem from this question. It is arguing about unhealed trauma because you're blaming them. You're blaming each other for the same thing you've done to each other. You ain't healed from it. Now, certain people got to walk on eggshells because you might flip out. When you do a certain thing, they don't like a way about it. They automatically think you're coming to get them. And now they have to speak rah-rah at you about it. And then you confuse in your mind, like, I ain't mean half of this stuff that you were saying. But they won't get it because of that stubborn wall. We're going to move on to the next question. That's very dangerous, folks. To have that much anger, oof, man. Next question. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 11, 11 through 12. Nevertheless, either is the man without the woman, either the woman without the man. In the Elohim, for as the woman is of the man, even so is the man also by the woman but all things of yah so why instead of uplifting each other we are trying to prove that we don't need each other the scripture states right there that we do and when we are of yah we are completely complete we need each other now i'm I'm, There's a lot of YouTube channels with a lot of men that pretty much says the opposite, that they can do this by themselves, they can do that by themselves, and I understand, but you ain't no damn Superman. You ain't the Mashiach. You ain't Yah. You can't do nothing by yourself for a long period of time. You think you better than Adam? He said he needed somebody. So I I don't understand where this is coming from. I understand that there has been times where females have brought down the household when men have trusted them. But that goes to the same, the same exact way you men told these females. Why was you paying attention? You know, you didn't look for the signs. I know you was looking for the signs. Come on now. You You girls know exactly when somebody is doing wrong, but you don't want to admit it. The same thing goes for the men, too. Y'all knew she was wicked. But she a master liar. Okay. But where's your spirit of discernment at? Don't ain't that strong, too? 
ain't you full of Yah that you should have good discernment to know what's wrong and what's right? I thought you was in the word, fam. If you was in the word, you should have great discernment to figure out who's with you and who's not. But clearly you don't. So half the blame goes towards each other. And even when that does happen, use your discernment. So that way it won't happen the next time. But you can't always use it for who I'm going to stay away from. It's very, very easy to use to figure out who is going to come in to love me. Because like I stated before, not everybody's out to get you. People make mistakes of trusting the wrong people. People make mistakes of treating people wrong. And I don't mean by mistakes like they did it and they say, like, oops, my bad. They did it because they thought that they knew. They did it because they all they did it because that's all they knew how to treat people. And then over time, they realized that this isn't the way to go about these things. And you got to give people credit for when they want to change about that. Use your discernment to give you an idea of who is going to love you. Because we do need each other. First Corinthians explains it right there. Adam explained it right when he was in the Garden of Eden. How he needs a partner. He done named all the animals and still felt lonely. So we're going to ignore that part. We're going to ignore the part where a good amount of our men had multiple wives. We're going to ignore the part where you had strong women like Deborah. We're going to ignore all the parts where females had a good role to play for their husbands. And I know that the modern woman today is not all there, but there are still some that's coming to it. Emotional damage, emotional trauma. You men are not, you men are not exempt for that. So I don't understand why you think it can only happen to one sex and it can't happen to the other. That's retarded. You're both humans. You're both Israelites. You're both messed up. You both did disservice to Yah in your past life. And even while you are born again, we still fall short every day. We're still under the curses. So I don't understand where we get this trying to be perfect. I understand the scripture says try to be um to do um to be perfect, but your American westernized way of being perfect is 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 not what Yah is talking about. Because we can't be perfect while under the curses. We got lingering health problems. We got financial problems. We want to do the high holy days to the best of our abilities and still can't. We can't even do it up to the up to statue's ability. But we want to try to do it to the best of our abilities. That's not perfect. If you can't do it by the statues, then you're not doing his High Holy Day, that's event. That's obviously your High Holy Day. If it's not up to statues, it's not his, it's yours. Hence why we say best to our abilities. He don't want the best of our ability. He wants exactly what he asked for. But we can't give him that while under the curses. So, I don't understand why you guys are trying to prove that you don't need each other. Because obviously you do. Obviously, you really, really do. Females are our battery pack. They they give they give a boost of energy like no other. Their confidence is at a high level. You feel like you can fight lions, tigers, and bears. 
the energy, the love, the respect, it's all there. Even if she's not your woman, just the fact that it's a woman that understands the struggle because she's been through the struggle and she's around you and she want to push forward. That's beautiful too. And also one other thing, you brothers got to stop trying to see every woman as a potential wife. Not every woman is a potential wife. There are just some women out there that Yah was sent to you for you to teach, for you to be a brother, for you to be a mentor. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can't dodge every woman that's not going to be your wife. That doesn't make any sense. No one told you that you have to be attracted to every damn female that comes across your eyesight. At that point, that just being, at that point, I honestly believe that just being lusty. You ain't that damn attractive. Yeah, I don't want you to have certain people for a reason. So I don't know why you believe that if she's not attracted to you, then she can't be around you. She needs a teacher. She needs a mentor. Maybe she's not built up right enough to have a husband. So a good brotherly figure can obviously help out with that. Maybe she doesn't have a father figure in her life and she's looking for a brother. There's nothing wrong with that. We need each other for something. There's brothers out there that may need a sister figure to help him go through the emotions of how to truly be around certain females in life. There's nothing wrong with that. But we, we, oh my gosh, this shouldn't even be a topic to discuss, but it is. We talk about how we don't need each other, and that's a lie. That is a blatant lie. We're going to go on down to the next question, because this is ridiculous. We need each other, and we act like we don't. For what? For validation? To prove that men is this and women is that? You're crazy. What can we do as a nation to break the stereotypes of hatred and division amongst our people portrayed in the media and in our communities. What can we do? Humble ourselves and apologize. That's it. There you go. Humble yourself, apologize, and work together. Figure out what has been done wrong and say that, hey, we ain't going to do this no more. I've hurt you too many times. I believe that we should stop. I believe we should stop pointing the finger. I believe that we should just stop naming a large bucket list of what we do or what we did wrong to each other because that bucket list is, 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 is a long list. You're not going to get all stains off of your shirt. You're not going to get rid of all your baggage. That's not possible. We've been damaged for so long that we have problems from generations before we even got here should we have problems that didn't even know existed that just came into our lives and then you expect people to just stop because you feel a certain way about yourself and how you should be put around certain people they don't work like that hosea had to date a hope until she became better. Yah see sees Israel as an entire whore. But yet he's still willing to give that whore a chance to change. 
what makes you so better that you can't do that for this one other person? Not saying you go out and date every whore, but you were a whore too, and you still are. So if you want to stop this, then humble yourselves and apologize. Because social media is making bank off of this. They're hiring people to act like this. Half of the half of the time, most of this stuff that gets recorded and showing how wrong this 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 brown woman is doing or this brown man is doing, I'm pretty sure that they're paid actors. I'm pretty sure that a good majority of these people that's doing this are paid actors. They're being paid to make us look like trash, and people gravitate to it. They gravitate to evil pretty damn well. And then you give it too much energy and then you run with it and then you try to figure out the issue of who to blame realistically. But in actuality, it could just be it could just be an entire setup. It could be an entire setup to watch our people continue to hate each other. Because all we're going to do is burn each other down over and over again, believing that one person is right than the other. At some point, that has to stop. It has to. How long are you going to keep this up? How long are you going to keep hating on each other? How long are you going to keep finding a reason to blame and blame and put yourself above that blame? It's it's tiring. It is a tiring, trope conversation. But you people don't. You people want this. This is what you want. This isn't what y'all want, though. It's, it's, it's not. It's okay to hold each other accountable, but how we're going on about it is ridiculous. All right, folks, that is the end of the questions. I am on this panel by myself. So if anybody has a question that they would like to ask themselves about this topic, you are able to write it down in the comment section, and that question will be played on the air for next week's podcast. But thank you all for tuning in. Um, this is this just just so you guys know, this is the first time I've done an episode by myself. And I really hope I did well. I really hope I did well with this because. And I was a little excited going in about this by myself. And I was really praying and hoping that I did well. And I honestly feel like I did. And please, please, please really think about what I have said. Obviously, do your own research about it. You know, I'm no preacher. I am a guy who's been through experience after experience. I'm not a master Bible breaker downer. <laughs> if that's even a word. But I can break down certain obvious things because I've more than likely been through it and I've seen people experience it. So I'm able to identify it with scriptures. So, yeah, that is that is the hate we share. It is a series where it's basically talking about the hate we share amongst each other as Israelite men and Israelite women. And how we need to find a conclusion to it to the best of our abilities. Because this needs to stop. 
this continues like this, then it's going to spread into our kids. Our kids are going to be born hating each other. And then guess what? Guess who gets to come in and take advantage of that hate? You know what I'm saying? The letter gang, the letter gang. They will take advantage of stuff like this because that's what they want. They're anti-life. Man and man, woman and woman, that is anti-life. You can't procreate with that. So while we are <laughs> hating each other and finding each other and finding a reason to tear each other down, the letter gang is taking the opportunity off of that and will continue to fill that head up of hatred so you can find another source of comfort, another alternative way of getting your rocks off and they will oh my gosh don't don't let don't let these demons take your soul i understand that you are mad but don't don't let them take your soul because at the end of the day all this is to make sure that israel never get back to the top and sadly we are giving them that fuel to do so so don't do it instead Instead, join us in North Carolina. In the 100 acres of land, y'all will gather dot us. We have all the information you need. Again, we are not a group. We are not a church. We are not a, um, a camp. We are a nationality, our sovereignty. We have our own ID, our own currency, our own flag, our own declarations. It has been acknowledged to the government of the United States of America, as well as the Liberian government. So we are legit. If you are willing to live the Israelite lifestyle through, you know, filter through the Torah. I know there's only Torah believers and non-Torah believers, but come on. You non-Torah folks, that's even in the New Testament, there's still levels of the Torah that's there. And I understand why they say that the Torah is done away with, but that's that's for another time. But live the Israelite customs filtered through Torah. We got you. You know, it's it's time we work together. We doing all this hate. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't heal anybody. You know. It doesn't. The only thing it does is hurt you and hurt your chances into getting into get into the kingdom because you think you're right. All right, folks. With that being said, whose podcast is it when everybody's saying we were kings? Yeah.